0: TAG Cyber's 2021 Security Annual Report. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Edward Amoroso, research professor at NYU and founder and CEO of TAG Cyber. Welcome, Ed.
1: Nice to see you, Tanya.
0: What's the mission of TAG Cyber, and what motivated you to start the company?
1: Well, we do research and advisory, and I thought it made sense to try to develop really high quality content for cybersecurity. There's there's all these different groups that develop content. There's academic groups that produce papers, most of which you can't understand. Um, There's a lot of research and advisory companies that frankly may not do the greatest job. A lot of times there's a little bit of compensation that affects and influences the content. And then there's all the stuff that comes from vendors, which tends to be very marketing in orientation. So, TAG Cyber, we try to take the best elements of those uh, into a very different way of producing research and advisory content for uh, cybersecurity professionals.
0: Tell us about TAG's security annual report. What kinds of questions do you address, and how do you select the contributors and data upon which it's built?
1: Yeah, the, the biggest criticism is we put too much in there. <laughs> so there's a lot of content in there. We're trying to be a little less verbose, but really we try to make it a quarterly that um, covers relevant topics, things that are on people's minds. And we try to center it around our enterprise controls. So there's 54 areas that we've identified as being relevant to a security team. And each quarterly, we try and pick and choose a few of those controls and highlight them uh, for both government, enterprise, and also the the vendor community as well, they find the material useful. So we try and make it a fun, very informative quarterly with articles that we we think are important and also kind of interesting to us, and uh, that that's our primary criteria for what we include in the in each quarterly.
0: You mentioned seeing storm clouds on the horizon for twenty twenty one. Explain that.
1: Well, there's a lot of uncertainty in cybersecurity right now. Um, we see these attacks and um, not always so easy to figure out why or how they occurred. We go back and we do forensics on them like it was a recent SolarWinds attack that I'm sure your uh, audience very familiar with. That's a tough one, right? There's um, an attack on the supply chain where a software company has a Trojan horse embedded finds its way into all the downstream customers. Now we can sort of figure out what happened, but are we sure that the next version of that is something we can pre- prevent? It's that uncertainty that I think creates <laughs> the storm clouds that you reference. It's, um, it, it, it's an uncomfortable feeling when you're not entirely sure that something bad um, that might happen is, is also something you can prevent.
0: The report is written in a form similar to that of a magazine with many articles. Tell us about one or two topics that might be most relevant today to information security professionals.
1: Yeah, the magazine styles by design, and that's not easy. (laughs) So taking a complex topic and trying to write in a way that um, both an executive and a practitioner can understand. It does require, it, it takes you naturally to that magazine format. But for example, one of the things we focus on is the, this, this transition from government to industry. Um, it's an interesting thing because in most of our society, we think of it in the opposite way, right? Where you have a business career and then at some point in your business career, you decide you're going to go into government. You know, you hear that all the time. Well, cyber, it's the opposite. A lot of people will learn cybersecurity in the military or DHS, they, they develop some skills and then they go to industry where they can make some money. And, and we've tried to inform the, these groups that are either on the, the sending or receiving end of that, that that's a tough transition. People who learn in government uh, sometimes um, have quite a jolt when they show up in a business. And that's an example of something that we would try to help them understand as they do their career planning. So it's that kind of unique treatment. We look for things that probably are not being covered um, in the same manner in other publications.
0: One reoccurring theme that caught my eye was how email remains a critical threat vector. What lessons are we still not learning here?
1: Boy, not a bomber, right? <laughs> <laughs> email was a problem 10 years ago it still is today I, I mean the challenge is this this uh, this trade-off we make between spectacular convenience and and security like the the magic of email is now you right now you and I could sit down and essentially compose a personal note literally to anyone anywhere under any circumstance that's Pretty magical when you think about that, that I could send a note to someone that will get there instantaneously. Um, So that convenience and that ubiquity is what a lot of businesses are are developed on as a foundation of a lot of business. So when we come along and say, hmm, we should have some source controls around who's sending what, we should be filtering these things through gateways, we should be checking to see if attachments are safe, and on and on and on. Each of those chips a little bit at that spectacular convenience. And when you in an aggregate, a lot of people have decided, well, no, I'm not gonna encrypt and I'm gonna do what I have to do to just um, make full use of email and maybe not worry so much about threat. So that's what's happened. Now, what we hope happens in the next few years is that we can find ways to secure email without degrading the convenience and the fun and the ubiquity of email. That's the challenge to... Uh, steer a little bit toward uh, frictionless um, security. And that's a big theme in a lot of the things we write about.
0: How can someone get a copy of this report, maybe study your glossary of cyber terms, watch uh, some of the interviews you and your team conduct, or maybe even enjoy some of your cyber humor?
1: Well, they should write a million dollar personal check to me and that no. Then um, just download it from our website. You know, we just have it, have it there as a free download. So if you go to tag-cyber.com, it's right there. It's easy. We put it right smack in the front of our website and you click on it and we get quite a few downloads. A lot of people um, are quite surprised when they visit the site and see that um, what's essentially a professionally produced volume, of book, is there just for download. We, we want nothing more than for people to uh, download, enjoy and benefit from the book. That's why we do it.
0: Dr. Edward Amoroso, research professor at NYU and founder and CEO of TAG Cyber LLC. If somebody wants to connect with you personally, uh, Ed, what's the best way they can do that?
1: Well, again, the website is a good way. There, You can drop us a note there. And also on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Um, so I hope people will follow me on LinkedIn. I po- post something just about every day. So either LinkedIn or the website would be a great place to be in touch with me.
0: Thanks again for joining us, Ed
1: it's been my pleasure
0: and find more of my interviews and subscribe right here on YouTube iTunes Spotify Stitcher or tanyahall.net thanks for watching